Welcome to the Vol Bros. My name is Evan. This is my brother Rustin, and we are two Vol Bros who are actually bros in real life. And it is a great day to be a Tennessee Vol. A great day. Uh, Vols win 49-13 over the Virginia Cavaliers in Nissan Stadium in Nashville. Rustin, what were your initial thoughts and takeaways from what you saw today? So we said the other night what we wanted to see. I wanted to see the offensive and defensive line dominate. Um, I felt like at times the offensive line did. I thought they did a good job run blocking. Pass pro had some issues, but that's to be expected game one, especially with some movement around. I um, thought the tackles, all three played well. John Campbell, Gerald Mincy, and uh, Jer- Jeremiah Crawford. Um, interior three, Spragans looked okay at times. The other guards and and the center had some issues. I thought the defensive line was outstanding. I don't think they could have possibly have played better. Um, and, you know, if they play as well as they did, the other two levels can be average and it's okay. Um, I thought I thought the linebackers played well. I thought the DBs did did fine. Um, love, love the run support from the DBs. I thought they did really well there. And so, you know, I, I don't know. It's amazing. I see people complaining online about a 36-point win in an opener against a power five opponent. And I'm like, we just won 49 to 13. And if Ramel Keaton didn't drop a walk-in touchdown, it's 56 to 13. Yeah. I'm kind of okay with that. Yep. Uh, I totally agree. Um, My prediction was 45, 17, man. I was really close. 49, 13 is so close. Four points away on either side there. Um, Obviously, number one takeaway was the defense was absolutely fantastic. And I understand that we were playing Virginia, but just like you said, that is a power five ACC team. So the fact that we held them to 13 points and our defense looked absolutely fantastic, Um, constantly in the backfield, the speed to make up ground and cover sideline to sideline, it was was wonderful to see. Uh, I mean – Elijah Herring getting out there even in the first quarter. I mean, like it was, it was awesome to see guys getting in the game, show and then the and the coaching staff showing them that they trust them to put them out there. You know, um, it was it was really really encouraging to see that five running backs played. Uh, that was obviously a nice thing. And, and Jabari Small. Um, interesting about that was. Joe Milton did not have a captain's patch on his jersey. Jabari Small did. And he was the third running back onto the field. Yep. So I think that says a lot about the locker room right now. Um, I thought that was very, very interesting. Um, I thought it was really, really good that when you go back and look at the box score, Jalen Wright had 12 carries, Jabari Small had 13 carries, and Dylan Sampson had 13 carries. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's pretty evenly split. <laughs> and Jalen Wright had over 100 yards rushing. Um, the only one of those three to score touchdowns was Dylan Sampson. <laughs> um, and it was, you know, that was incredible that he had the least amount of rushing yards, but four total touchdowns, one passing and that kind of thing. On that passing touchdown, it was cool when you go back and they show it. They show the replay. That was the exact same play that they ran against Clemson that Brew McCoy had the touchdown on in the back of the end zone. Yep. And in that play against if, – if people go back and watch that – I mean, they've shown it 18 bajillion times in replays. If you go back and watch that play, 
against Clemson, Jalen Wright was wide open out of the backfield too. Yeah. Well, Dylan Sampson was the recipient of that this time, and I'm sure Joe had seen that tons of times on game film as well. So that was exciting to see three quarterbacks play. The boy Gaston Moore got in there. He sure did. Uh, they didn't get a chance to throw it around the yard a little bit, but that's all right. <laughs> um, I was I was really impressed with Nico's footwork. Um, there was a yep. and and everybody makes a big deal about the one where he scrambled and almost threw the touchdown pass, and that was that was good. It, it was a nice play, but the play before it, when he stepped up in the pocket and he yep. felt. Yeah. He felt backside presence and he was it's it's it is in some blind spot. He can't see it. To have the to have the pocket awareness to feel that backside pressure and step up in the pocket, that like people don't understand. Freshmen don't do that. That was that you have to typically teach that for a while. And for him to just naturally do it in game one, while the crowd is chanting his name of all things, I mean if yeah. they're a time for him to be distracted that was pretty much a good opportunity that that to me told me everything i need to know about nico that dude is ready so that was one thing that i wrote down on my notes was that you know the way he stepped up in the pocket you, you see these drills and practice of halsley and a, 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 you know offensive assistant and a manager running at the quarterback and they have to you know step up and move the ball up with him and avoid the, the brush and that kind of stuff and that that one play you talk about bringing a peyton manning would have loved that because oh, you talk about you, peyton was watching it talking to everybody around him as soon as it happened i mean like peyton was so meticulous on the details and and even like handoffs and 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 fake you know handoffs and stuff like that that it, he wanted it to be perfect in practice so that it looked exactly like that in a game and that's what you saw in that one one rep with Nico when he stepped up, he moved the ball up with him. It was, I mean, it was just like you're watching a practice with Halsley running at him with that little, you know, I don't know what they're called, uh, foam thing. People don't realize when, when 70,000 people are watching and they're chanting your name and the bullets are flying and that's not Joey Halsley with a foam roller. That's a dude wanting to decapitate you. Yeah and, yeah, and to step up in the pocket and just watch that blitzer fly right by. That's crazy impressive. Like freshman quarterbacks don't do that. That that was that was all I needed to see. So we got some comments coming in. Uh Tyler apparently he was complaining, maybe. Yeah, he said, I'm greedy, I know. <laughs> or were you were you complaining a little bit? I didn't the, say the through text. I didn't say through text, I said online. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh brennan said it was a dang good win uh, he agreed that you know when nico stepped up that was natural the way he did it he said i clapped when i saw that i mean it looked just like you see in the practice film it was awesome yeah. uh robert said nico will be a great quarterback no doubt um let's see here uh Poor our joe second question tour. joe Tessator should just start calling him nico because he mispronounced his last name about six times <laughs> Yama Leava, uh, uh, my son, he's like, nah, I give up. <laughs> he tried and he just couldn't do it. He's like, I, I give yeah. up. Um, our second question of the night, what was your play of the game? So I have a play of the game, and I think it might actually be the one you're going to say. Um, so I have a second one just in case. But you go ahead. I bet it isn't what I'm going to say. 
Mine is going to be James Pierce's second sack. Oh, um, that was my number two backup one in case you said that. <laughs> because if I'm an offensive coordinator in the SEC, his first sack was impressive. He made a little, he went bull rush and made a little yeah. swim move and got to the He's, quarterback easily. The tackle looked awful. Um, but his second one, he was past the tackle as the tackle was trying to get out of his stance. He was already past him. And that's the kind of thing that gives SEC coordinators nightmares because all you're thinking is, I don't know if we can block that. And, <laughs> and that is, I, I was blown away at his, at his growth. Um, he, he is a different player and, and, I was expecting that from Joshua Josephs. I was not expecting that from James Pierce. And what an honor to him that he got to go out uh, and do one of the post-game, two of the post-game press conferences. He was one of the six players selected to do that. Uh, Really, really enjoyed listening to Dylan Sampson, Jalen Wright, and Wesley Walker. If you haven't gotten to see that, I recommend going and watching that one on YouTube. It was fantastic hearing those guys talk. Um, You can tell... That running back room, they are a confident bunch, for sure. Uh, I mean, they they feel like they are the best running back room in the country, and they said that, you know, we're out to prove it. I think they're certainly the deepest running back room in the country. That's no doubt about that. Um, my play of the game oh, no. was – After watching after watching Georgia and Alabama tonight, those are the two that I thought might be as good, maybe Michigan, but really after Blake Corum, there's not really anybody else. I, they, I think they are the best. I, I mean – People are complaining about us winning 49-13. Um, turn on the Georgia game and watch them struggling to score on UT Martin. In the second quarter, Georgia fans were already online typing in fire Bobo. Like It has <laughs> literally been less than a game, and they're already calling for his head. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> they are up 38 to nothing now, but it was only 17 to nothing at halftime. And they struggled to get that 17. I mean, it was it was bad. <laughs> Alonzo's joining us. He said, go Vols. Hey, welcome, Alonzo. Good to have you, buddy. Um, so my play of the game was John Campbell blocking the dude almost into the, the tunnel going back to the locker room. <laughs> if, if no one saw that, if no one saw that. showing him where the bus is. Um, yeah, exactly. If no one, uh-oh, Zach. He said, Zach said, my power was off all day. I'm just now getting to watch the game. Well, Zach, we, we may have some spoilers here, so you might yeah, want to turn this off. <laughs> yeah, I don't want you. I don't want to spoil it for you, buddy. I'm super pumped you're with us. We, we love Zach. He's the man. Um, but you might get some spoilers if you're, if you're watching, Zach. Uh, Zach, in the, I'll give you one right now. If you're, I think it was the second quarter. I think it was the second quarter. Uh, John Campbell blocked a dude almost out of the stadium <laughs> and that's <laughs> almost, not an exaggeration he he almost Zach said he don't care if you get spoiled uh he if you haven't seen it go back and watch it it was it was amazing it was on a it was on a touchdown run um yeah. and uh he, he talk about blocking until the whistle blew well he did and he blocked the dude literally almost into the wall uh where the fans were it was amazing um so that was my play of the game. My second play of the game was actually James Pierce's, not, not because or no relation, uh, spelled differently, but uh, <laughs> you know, 
I think that the other sack, when he just totally just made that offensive tackle look silly, and he faked to the outside, came back to the inside, and that dude was like, what just happened? <laughs> I mean, he just blew by that dude. And it was a beautiful thing to watch. It was, oh, man, he just juked that dude out of his shoes. So that was my second. But my, my favorite play of the game was John Campbell blocking that dude literally almost into the, the, the tunnel. Uh, Brennan asked a good question. He said, based on today, what can Milton improve on? That's a good question. What do you think, Rustin? Hmm. Uh, I mean, when you really think about it, I, there were like three overthrows, kind of bad passes. That was it. And so, uh, I mean, that was pretty good. Like, I, yeah. he did throw one in a little bit of traffic at one point. Um, they never really he, – he and the receivers never really got into a flow. Um you know, the running backs were were doing their job. They were great. Honestly, we probably could have run the ball every down and scored 80. Um, they they did they did well. I, I think some of it also, I, I'm not sure so much of it was Joe as it was left guard and center. Um, he was feeling a lot of pressure right in his face at times. And that messes with your timing. It messes with your feet. And and that's when throws go errant. And then it starts kind of getting in your head. And it's hard to block it out. And, you know, I, I was I was a little disappointed with Andre Carrick. I, I was expecting more from him. Yeah. I didn't I did not think he played well at all. Um, I thought at times um John Campbell was having to help him, and that actually probably hurt John Campbell a little bit. Um, you know, I, I, so I'm not sure Joe has really anything to work on. I think it's more, we have issues at left guard and when Cooper gets back, that'll be resolved. Well, I just thought of something that he has to work on. I just thought of this. Dylan Sampson saved his butt, uh, on one of the, on the, the option pitch that he had to Dylan Sampson when he pitched it with his left hand. Mm -hmm. Uh, that ball almost went out of bounds. Uh, Dylan reached out one handed and caught the ball. Because it was not a good pitch, and uh, that, that I mean, but here's the thing: the fact that I'm having to nitpick that much and say he's got to work on pitching the ball better, like that's pretty good. You know that that that, that means it was a good day for him. Um, I hate that Ramel dropped that first deep ball. That was a beautiful pass. Yeah. Um, so you know, and Joe's Joe's a bit of a front runner. If Ramel caught that ball. Um, and if, for those of you who don't know what that means, when, when you say a quarterback's a front runner, it usually means that they, they feed off energy a little bit and they feed off positive plays. Um, if Ramel had caught that ball, it almost makes me wonder what Joe would have looked like from that point forward. Um, cause he feeds off that a lot of the time. So that would be my only thing is that, you know, he has to work on <clears throat> pitching the ball to his running back a little bit better. I'm just thankful Dylan caught it because I think it ended up being a touchdown. Um, Rebecca said Kirby may have a stroke at the way Georgia was playing earlier in the day. <laughs> uh, Rebecca, welcome. We're glad you're with us. Uh, Clay, welcome, buddy. Good to have you with us. He said we look great. Um, <laughs> uh, Zach, you said exactly what I said during the game. I texted Rustin and our dad during the game, and I said, who had Dylan scoring the first touchdown? <laughs> um yeah, I, I I don't know anybody that did. 
Uh, I was shocked that he was the second running back in the game. I thought it'd be Jabari Small. So that that surprised me. Clay said, I think we might be the best right now. Uh, what, do you, what do you mean, Clay? Clarify for us. Like the best he, team in the country. I think, he mean, I think he means running back room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's their incredibly talented room. Deep room, deep room. Sam, welcome, buddy. Good to have you. He said, have you been watching North Carolina, South Carolina games? South mm-hmm. Carolina's pretty good. Yes, I have been. And actually, I, this this show may not be as long as normal because I want to get back and, and watch the second half. <laughs> um, it's it's halftime. It, North Carolina's up 17-14. Huh. I, last time I saw it, I thought it was like 14-10. to 10. Oh, oh, you're saying North Carolina's up 17-14. I thought yeah. you said South Carolina was up 17. I was like, how is that possible? So, okay, that makes sense. So, yeah, North Carolina, okay. I picked and, North Carolina. I hope they win. And and I'll just say, everybody needs to pay attention to the fact that Drake May is throwing the ball all over South Carolina. And North Carolina's not number one receiver, but number one and number two receivers aren't playing. So... Drake May's throwing the ball all over South Carolina without his top two targets. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Uh, Rebecca. So this is funny that you mentioned this, Rebecca. Rebecca said, Campbell showing that guy to the bus reminded me of the scene of the blind side. So actually, as we watched that uh, and I saw it happen, you know, not, not in real time, but when they showed that first replay, I was like, "Whoa, whoa, look at that. And I pointed up at the screen we were at my, my in-law's house at the time, and I pointed up to the screen, and I said, look at John Campbell blocking the guy on the top of the screen. And we ran it back, actually. We rewound it so we could watch it again. <laughs> and, I think uh, what was most impressive about that to me, when people watch that, if they're not watching closely, it looks like he's just picking up a filler. He's picking up a guy who comes up and fills. And, no. and most people would assume it's a safety. That's actually a linebacker. If you watch it back, he he – he releases outside the defensive end because it was a speed option. So they're optioning the end and he goes to the linebacker and that's one of Virginia's starting linebackers that he drives 14 yards off the field, almost into the tunnel. My father-in-law literally said the exact same thing. Rebecca just said, he's like, it reminds me of that scene in the blind side where Michael Orr just takes the guy. <laughs> yep. Sean, where the bus is. That's what it- uh, Brennan said that that Brennan, were you referring to that pitch, uh, that, uh, Joe made? Um, I think that's what Brennan was referring to. Um, I think that's when that comment came through, uh, Dester, welcome, buddy. Good to have you. He said, go balls. Defense had a great day. Absolutely. Totally agree. Brennan said, yeah, that's what he was referring to. Yeah. I mean, it, it was definitely well-timed. That's for sure. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Sam said, we definitely, Sam, welcome, buddy. He said, we definitely have a uh, call a conservative game. 100%. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Just wait till um, next week. It's going to be inside zone and deep ball. Inside zone and deep ball. <laughs> Almost every play. And so, I mean, they're going to walk into the swamp having shown not a Nothing. lot with yeah. two fairly easy wins, which isn't that nice to be able to do that again? Man, mm-hmm. that's nice. Uh, Sam said Drake May is a very good quarterback, 100%. That dude is for real. I totally agree. He is legit. Mm-hmm. Um, and Clay also said Drake May is so talented. Yeah, he's he's a talented dude. Uh, he is he's the he's the real deal. All right, so our last question: Who was your player of the game? 
So this is probably going to surprise some people. Um, I texted you about midway through the, the around halftime. And I said, when, when the coaches watch this back, they're going to be really, really happy with Elijah Herring. Do you know who led us in tackles today? Mm-mm. Elijah Herring. Um, I thought he was solid all day long. I thought he did a good job um, filling in for Peely when he needed to. I thought he did a fantastic job running the defense when they took Beasley and Peely out. Um, I I was really impressed with Elijah Herring. Not not just not just at the point of attack, but just doing his job on every play. I, I thought he was outstanding. And I think he, I think you're going to see him a lot more moving forward. Um, Arian Carter played well. He was third. He was third on team and tackles today, um, which is impressive because he only played about a quarter and a half. Um, so you know, to be third on the team in tackles and basically probably 20 snaps um, means he was flying around and getting after it. But I'm I'm going to go with Elijah Herring. So you mentioned Keenan Peely. This is just total side note, but that dude looks like a dude when he's oh, yeah. on the field. Uh, you know, there were a couple times, I guess it was that that suspended camera, what do they call that thing? The fly, something fly yeah. camera. I can't remember. Um, but I, I guess it was that camera angle. They were showing behind the defense and, uh, you know, he's lining people up and everything. He just looks like a f- physical SEC linebacker. I mean, like yeah. he, he looks like he looks the part. Uh, so Aaron, that, was, that was nice to see. Aaron Beasley looked two steps faster. That dude was yeah, he flying. Did. I, I was I was shocked at how well he was moving. I think it was like the second possession Virginia had. He <laughs> there was a dude caught the ball in the flat. I mean, he covered some ground and yeah. lit that dude up. Uh, and that was that was nice to see. Uh, so my player of the game it's a little controversial because he had a fumble, but my player of the game is D Williams. Uh, that dude he. <laughs> That he is a weapon. He's a weapon. Punt returner. I mean, imagine now. Let's let's take a stroll down memory lane just for a second. I don't want to linger there too long because it's painful. But uh, I, I would like everybody to remember the 2014 season when Jacob Carter was returning punts for us. And <laughs> I say returning. That's a that's a loose terminology. He was punts. He, exactly. He was fair catching punts for us. And now we've got arguably the most dangerous punt return man in the country back there. I mean, he's a threat to take it to the house every time he catches it. I mean, it is, it's, <laughs> it's must see TV, man. I mean, it is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. And kudos to the return team for, for making mm-hmm. holes for him. But I mean, he, he makes one man miss and he's gone. I mean, he, he cuts up field so fast and it's just, it's fun to watch. I mean, I, I, you know, I wonder how many punt return yards he had today. I guarantee it's over 50. I'll tell you in just a second. I mean, he was absolutely so much fun to watch. And I know a lot of people are like, why, how in the world did neither one of y'all have Dylan Sampson as your player of the game? He had four touchdowns. Yeah, he sure did. He also, you know, had the least amount of rushing yards between him, Jabari, and Jalen. <laughs> he only had like, I think, a I think it was 52 rushing yards. Jalen yeah. had 65 and or excuse me, Jabari had 65 and Jalen had 115. Um, the reason yeah, he had four uh, touchdowns is because he coming he came in the game inside the red zone every time. Yeah. 
he he got the glory. They a, a lot of times Jalen Wright did the work, and then Dylan got the glory. Yeah. But um, D had three returns for 105 yards. Uh-huh. So it was more than double what I thought it was. I mean, it was it was phenomenal. It was so much fun to watch. So he was my player of the game. I will I will be really excited to see him against Austin P. Because here's the thing. Based on what we saw today from our defense, you know Austin P. I mean, we allowed what three first downs in the entire first half? I think it was three for the whole first half. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 incredible. So all the three and outs that we're gonna see next week and all the punts that are gonna ensue from that, I D's gonna have a game and a half next week, man. It's gonna be awesome to watch. Uh, we had, it's gonna be so had, much fun. We had eleven tackles for loss. I mean, that's just that's unheard of. And and when you've got that many tackles for loss, D's getting to catch the ball in really good field position a lot of the times, mm-hmm. and that's when he's gonna be dangerous. Absolutely. Uh, Sam, I totally agree, man. He said our linebacker room is deep. It one hundred percent. Isn't that awesome? Like, how much fun is that that we can say that? <laughs> well, even even at the very end, and I don't know how many of y'all paid attention till the very end, but in the last quarter, Jeremiah T. Lander and Caleb Herring were flying around. Not Eli Herring, Caleb Herring. Jeremiah T. Lander was all over the place. Wherever the ball was, he was there. Um, there's there's like there's some crazy good young talent on that roster. Absolutely. James Pierce, there's another one. Uh, I mean, it's 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 fun to watch. Uh, JL, hey. welcome, buddy. Good to have you. Uh, he said, "Think we're gonna have a good year." I totally agree, man. I totally agree. David David Hobbs, Tyree West, Tyrese yeah. Weathersby. I mean, we were rolling guys out there one after another, and they were all making plays. Uh, D- David Hobbs got mentioned by name by Josh Heupel on his post game presser. Yeah, uh, Brennan said D talking about D Williams. He said his vision is awesome. I totally agree. Like I said, he makes that first guy miss, and and he sees the hole and he's through it before you can blink. It's it's incredible. It's so much fun. Uh, Sam said, "Love seeing our young linebackers on special teams. Those dudes are going to make some big hits. Uh, they sure are." Uh, what was really cool was, I know D Williams is also not only the punt returner, but he's on the punt team, and he that that I think it was our second punt of the day. Man, he was literally half a foot on on the goal line. Yep. He almost caught that with his heels just off the goal line. That would have been incredible. They caught it on camera, and I wish they had shown the replay because you could just barely see it on the side of the screen, but they caught Mike Eckler's reaction. Um, there was one punt return D. Williams had where John Slaughter pancaked a guy, and I don't mean – blindside blocked kind of hit him as he you know caught him while he wasn't looking i mean he is face to face blocking a dude and he drives him in the ground and pancakes him and mike eckler lost his mind like he he was going nuts (laughs) um but i mean i'm shocked that that happened (laughs) i i I don't know that i've ever seen that before I, i don't know that i've ever seen a punt return team where a guy's just trying to basically hold up a gunner and he literally pancakes him. I mean, that, again, another freshman. <laughs> uh, Tyler, <laughs> I like this. This is a good one, Tyler. Uh, he said, Austin P is currently down 35 to nothing to Southern Illinois. Hope they enjoy their check. 
That's uh, terrible. They will enjoy that check that we give them next week for sure. That is uh, terrible. And we will enjoy a win. Um, oh, speaking of Southern Illinois, uh, that reminds me, kudos to all the Mississippi State fans out there tonight for the big win over, I think it was <laughs> Southeast Missouri State. Um, it was SEMO. Uh, that is super exciting for all those folks. Uh, great start to the year, guys. Awesome. Uh, good luck next week. Um, let's see. Uh, Ricky, <laughs> Ricky, you, you're in the running for best comment of the night here, buddy. He said, uh, <laughs> good to have you with us, Ricky. He said, we beat Virginia so bad. The ACC had to get Stanford, Cal and Southern Miss, excuse me, Southern Methodist to come help out the conference. Go big orange. Okay. Side note, I tweeted this out uh, or X'd it out. What do we even say now? This is oh, it's, it's getting to me. Um, I I posted this on X <laughs> uh, the day that that news came out. I guess it was yesterday. But like, seriously, if you are Washington State or Oregon State, how bad are you feeling right now that the ACC looked at y'all and was like, no thanks <laughs> we'll take smu instead i mean like that's embarrassing i'm sorry that's embarrassing um uh, although after boston college lost to northern illinois today they might reconsider oregon state <laughs> uh let's see here ricky said my big takeaway we did not come out flat we were ready to play oh that's a good point absolutely that's a great point i think i think that's a really good point yeah uh, all of Heifel our mistakes, is, all our mistakes in the first quarter were self-inflicted and they were all just being too excited. They were all aggressive mistakes. I didn't, I didn't have any issue with the, is the problems we had in the first quarter. Hey, all right. So he said, I rock the orange in Southern Illinois and work at a Costco at Evansville, Indiana. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> Uh, so my player of the game. Oh, I already did it. I said it was D Williams. Yeah, I got, so, I got so distracted by all the, I was reading all the comments, forgot I'd even said it. Um, is, is the South Carolina, North Carolina game back from halftime yet? I'm just curious. Yeah. They're about to kick the second half. All right. Um, Hey, if you're not following us on social media, like the little scrolling thread at the bottom says YouTube, Facebook, X, Instagram, and threads at the Volbros. Uh, man, oh man, it was a good day, y'all. It was a good day. Uh, Zach, I know I didn't post that link to join on screen. I told you I would, buddy. But I want to go see the rest of that game. <laughs> and so that's why I'm not posting it so that uh, we can we can go do that. But I promise you we will. We will. Uh Maybe next week will be a good time because it'll be a five o'clock game. It'll be over nine. We'll be like right. Next next week, though, it'll be Sunday when we go live for the recap because we'll do yeah. that plus the results show of the, the standings. Gene, welcome, buddy. Gene said, Vols are everywhere. I was in New York City with my orange on. I heard from the down the block. Go Vols. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I love it. I tell you, it's, um, it's kind of wild. Um, Houston is up 10 to seven on Texas San Antonio with five minutes left in the third quarter. All of all fans need to watch that game. <clears throat> South all Carolina, all onside, watch that. South Carolina onside kicked the second half kickoff and recovered it. Caught, Holy North, caught North Carolina napping. I bet old Shane's going nuts on the sideline right now. Uh, he literally just tackled his kicker. 
That may be my favorite thing ever said on the Volvo's right there. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping the kicker's helmet bloodied him, bloodied him up a little bit, but who knows? <laughs> oh, fun times. Well, let's go finish watching some college football tonight, everybody. Uh, make sure, make sure you keep an eye on that Texas San Antonio game because they, I mean, three weeks from now, they're in Neyland. So, uh, that is, that is a team to keep your eye on. Uh, that, that's a big, big deal. Um, Tyler said, Rustin's hate for Beamer is great. <laughs> Just wait. There's going to come a day when I'm going to finally be able to tell you all everything that I know, and it's going to blow your mind. <laughs> I love it. That's good. We appreciate everybody joining us tonight, man. It's so much fun. Hey, go Vols, man. 1-0 to start the season. Can't go 15-0 without going 1-0. So uh, it's 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 happening. It's happening. Uh, but we hope everybody has a great, great evening. Uh, we'll probably – I'll probably post – I don't know if it'll be live or not, but I'll post something on Monday night with the results of the first week of the standings. I am not doing well right now. <laughs> I started 0-3, which was great. Uh, normally, I'm, I'm halfway decent at these things, but apparently not this week. Um, the TCU game got me. Coach Prime beating TCU in his opening debut. That was impressive. Uh, now, hold on. Now, we I think we do need to talk about that for a second because that was mind-blowing. Um, talk about a back-and-forth game. Well, but I mean, the individual efforts, I mean, Shador Sanders threw for over 500 yards and four touchdowns. And I mean, he was, he was throwing dimes all over the field, but more impressively, Travis Hunter played 110 snaps. <laughs> mm. I've never heard of that. Like I, even when Dale Carter was at Tennessee, he didn't play that much. I mean, it, the dude never came off the field almost the entire game. And kudos to their training staff that he wasn't gramping up. Oh, and after the game, the sideline reporter asked him how he's doing. He goes, let's go again. Let's play now. Like, <laughs> he didn't have an issue. <laughs> uh, Sam said, did you see Boo Carter's runs from yesterday? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was impressive. That little uh, screen passed out to him, and he took it to the house. Against Maryville, like we're not talking about like, you know, right. some tiny little school. It yeah. was Maryville. I, I hope I know they're only playing to play him on defense, but I really hope they let him get some snaps on offense and just do some, you know, just a special package because that kid's just freaky talented. Yeah. I mean, it's like an Evan Berry situation. You know, everybody was like, wonder what he'd be like on offense. We never got to see. Yep. Uh, Brennan said, go Vols. Never been more excited about Tennessee football than right now. Absolutely. Uh, just like Andy Menard said, I wish there was a way you could know you're in the good old days. Well, we're in the good old days right now, for sure. Absolutely. It's, it's fun time to be of all. Fun yeah. time. Again. Absolutely. People were complaining because we were beating an ACC opponent 49-13, to 13, and we didn't play well. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's a pretty good time. Absolutely. Totally agree, Brennan. Totally agree, man. Well, all right. Well, we hope everybody has a great evening. Uh, we will catch everybody very soon, probably Monday. Um, we got some really exciting people lined up over the next couple of weeks. We got Malik Foreman joining us, former Tennessee Vols, uh, defensive back. We got Thomas Edwards, uh, who just released running through that T he'll be joining us the Thursday, both of those guys, it's Tuesday, Thursday, it's going to be two live shows that they're joining us, uh, the week of the Florida game. So that'll be exciting. 
so a lot of fun stuff coming up over the ball bros so uh, we hope everybody has a great evening and go balls baby